This week, Matt talks to Wes about the great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out. From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Coming up on today's episode, Stockton Tweet Up number two, The Smoking Yankees Gunning for TLC. What do you want to hear from us in our second year? Matt talks to Wes. And do you back up? If you have comments for the show, leave us a message at 565 3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Hi, this is Wes with the Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau with your weekend activities guide live from the Outback Studios. This weekend, check out the San Joaquin Home and Garden Show. This is the annual event happens out at the San Joaquin County Fairgrounds. That'll kick off Friday, run through Sunday. Looking for something to do with your home or garden, that's the place to go. Also this weekend, the second annual French Cinema Days. This is another event of the San Joaquin International Film Society. This will be Saturday and Sunday, but Saturday only in Stockton at the Empire Theater. And Sunday it rolls on down to Modesto to the State Theater. Uh, Also this weekend, Ballet Folklorico de Mexico. That'll be at the Athens Auditorium on Saturday, 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. And another cool event, and this is near and dear to my heart, on the Miracle Mile, it's Nonprofit Day. They're having a sidewalk sale, but they're going to have over 40 nonprofits out there uh, talking about what they do and how they impact the lives of people in Stockton. That'll be Saturday from 10 to 2 on the Miracle Mile. So go out, show your support, not only for the Miracle Mile, uh, but for local nonprofits, and go out and learn what they do and the great things they do for our community. Uh, big sports weekend, of course. Hockey's in all weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'm going to try to give away some Stockton Asparagus Festival tickets. So all you got to do is shoot me a message either via Twitter or our Facebook page, which are both linked off the podcast Stockton page. Shoot me a message and say, I heard your weekend activities guide on podcast Stockton, and I want my Asparagus Festival tickets. The first person to do that gets two tickets to the Stockton Asparagus Festival. And until next time, be sure to go out there and celebrate Stockton. <laughs> nice job live. I told you. You are still one take Wes. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. It must be all that theater training from high school and college. <laughs> no, you nailed it. You na- you have become one take Wes. Thank you very much, Wes, for dropping by live to the Outback Studios. Glad to be back. So, uh... Stockton tweet up two STU two is uh, officially done in the books. In the books. Now we have to start thinking about STU three. Oh my gosh! I'm already you're already thinking ahead. Now I'm thinking of four. Then if you're thinking of three, I'm thinking of four. Uh, there's already people on on Twitter already talking about STU three. Uh, they already are too. They want people want it on the weekend. Somebody wants it on a boat. That would be cool. Like a, go on a Delta boat cruise. I'm on a tweet boat. Up. There you go. So. Um, Stockton tweet up number two was last night, um, March 23rd at the Stockton Hilton. As of this recording. Yeah, as of this recording. And uh, we had a a great turnout, a um, little bit more than 30, I think, um, actual people um, 
a lot a lot more Twitter handles because you know, <laughs> a lot of us have multiple uh, multiple personalities. But um, there was a, a little bit more than thirty there. What did you what did you think of the event? I absolutely. Well, I had to show up late, uh, which was kind of a drag. But uh, for yeah, good you, reason. Yeah, you have that whole porch thing going yeah, on. Yeah, I had to be orientated for the porch. But um, <laughs> I, when I walked through that door, my head spun. I could not believe how many people were in that. Because, you know, when we were in, in the first one at Valley Brew, it was a decent sized crowd. But we didn't. I mean, it wasn't necessarily standing room only. You know, there was there was a few people sitting and a few people standing. But when we got to the Hilton, it was like everybody was crammed right into the into the front area and and you couldn't really you know move it was awesome i loved it so many people that were there to come out and support yeah uh you know it's it started off um started off a little bit slow we had we'd back the time up to 5:45 just because um Wes was already going to be at the Hilton but i was getting off work a little bit after 5 you had the ports thing going on but um we ended up you know even though we had told some people 5:30 already we had pushed it back to 5:45 but you know, about five thirty, five forty-five. You know, people started showing up. I think the first one, the first one there was Alex um, Club Forty Nine on Twitter. It was nice to finally meet Alex. Yes, a diehard uh, um, Niner fan. He's taller than I imagined. Yeah, and you know what? We didn't even get to talk about the Forty ers I'm very sad because he's uh, going to London to see the first game. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I am. I'm heartbroken. I, I was looking forward to talking to him about it, but by the time I got there, it was just you know. I had to spend two or three minutes with everybody, so I didn't get to talk to him about the Niners. <laughs> yeah, there was um, uh, there there, there was uh, quite a few people that did not make it to the first tweet up. So it was good that it wasn't just you know the first tweet up, you know, and just at a different location. So I mean, uh, Christian Birkin from the Record, um, who's uh, also Stockton nine one one on Twitter, um, he was there. Um, we had um, some new folks that aren't even from Stockton, uh, Monique. Jeff and Wes from um, Manteca, Ripon area came down. Um, it was good to meet Shoe Junkies, finally, Jasmine. Yes, thank you. Oh, man, I- I'd been waiting to meet her for a long time. It's When you get those big, powerful personalities on Twitter, you, you just have to put a face. Even though you know she already had her face on, on Facebook and-, and Twitter a couple times. But you got to put a face, a body, and a voice to those tweets. So now... That's the thing about meeting people like like uh you know like Alex Club Forty Nine. Now I can actually hear his voice, you know when I when I see a tweet with Gabe or somebody like you or Wes or anybody, I hear their voice, um, and now I get to put that to a few more. Like uh, I I was actually glad to uh to well first see your brother there. That was the first time he had a yeah his first tweet up his first tweet up. Well, it was also funny that um Dan uh, AKA Modesto Six uh, <laughs> walked right up to him and you know shook his hand, gave him a hug, and. My brother was like, what's up, dude? <laughs> He's like, hey, man, what's on? <laughs> well, you know, and I'll tell you, in that lighting, Matt, it, you and Mike kind of, uh, you know, passed. Oh, yeah. You passed for twins. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, it, it was also good to finally meet Let's Let's. Um, you know, I've been uh, tweeting with him for a long time and, um, you know, just, just never uh, met him live and in person. Also great to see the uh, Broadcasting Sunshine crew there. Um, Fia, of course, was there. Of course, Carissa was yeah, there. Yeah, and Carissa, the star of the show. And, and Solomon, even Solomon, yeah. Who's not even on Twitter. Well, he came representing the actual Broadcast Sunshine Twitter account. Yeah. So Yeah, and we we um we had we had a ton of giveaways and they were all all donated by people at uh, or people that have a social media presence, a Twitter presence. We had um some um, passes to the Hagen Museum. We had some money from Finnegan's 
pub. Um, Elegant Essence had flowers, and Elegant Essence made us a a, a flower cake for our, for the one year anniversary of our show. That was kind of cool. I wanted to eat it. Oh. It looked like it was edible. That's so, so did I. I th- was like looking for the knife and a plate. Yeah, everyone was like, "Dude, is that edible?" And I, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, it, "It better be because I'm biting into it anyways. Flowers or no?" Yeah. Um, Hilton Stockton donated a, a night, a night stay and dinner for two. That was awesome. Yeah, Cla- was. Closet Goodies gave a gift certificate to Red Lobster, um, Midtown Optometry. Doctor Lee um, gave away uh, four twenty-five dollar gift certificates for his for his shop. Submarina West gave away some um, gift certificates for their restaurant. So we we had um, oh, and also uh, Jen from CC uh, Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired CCBVI on Twitter gave away. Um, Gift certificate to a pizza place. I don't remember the name, but it was a pizza place. So uh, we we had tons of stuff to give away. Yeah, and you know it was it was awesome because uh, you know everybody everybody loved it. They wanted that stuff. It was it was such high demand, especially the the stay at the Hilton, which I believe went to one of the employees of uh, John's Incredible Pizza, who's a first time Tweet Up member. Nope, it, it went to uh, Michael um submarina west lane oh that's right i knew it was either one of the two but michael from submarina and and again yep. we love those guys yeah and and yeah i forgot about john's uh john's uh, made an appearance and uh when when they walked in and i checked him in i asked him how they found out about the show and and they don't run their own twitter but uh it was the store manager and i think one of the assistant store managers that that was at the event and and uh, he said that their their public relations department um at corporate said hey you got to go to this event and they brought gift cards and um some other swag too, so so that was kind of cool. I love that corporate was mandating you go to a little stock to tweet up. Yeah, so uh, thanks to everybody that showed up. Um, if you want to find out who went, you can go to twittercom slash up and check out a couple of lists we created today. One is the uh, STU two attendees, and another one STU two sponsors for all the um, people that gave away gift cards or all the attendees and follow all those fine people and. Of course, be on the lookout for uh, Stockton Tweet Up number three, Rod and I and Wes. Um, we'll put a little bit of time behind us before we sit down and start planning the next one. But yeah, let's catch um, our breath. Yeah, catch our breath, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll be back out there for you. Well, let's also take some time to thank Lucky and Old School. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about those guys. Yeah, they filled in very nicely for me and and uh, handled all the fires that uh, started because of technology. But they uh, they handled it and they they got it for us. Uh, you got it going good. Yeah, so thank, thanks, guys, very much. Uh, part of your uh, your Delta College crew. Um, Always there when you need them. Too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for for us uh, for helping us set up the technology. Um, since Rod had to go, you know, get oriented by the ports. So yeah. Anyway, no. So thanks, guys. We we definitely appreciate you. It was it was a uh, nice having you, and uh, I think one of you guys won a prize too. So yeah, I think they did. Yeah. So pretty cool. So thanks again, guys. Yep, thanks, Lucky. Today, I got to taste some of the best barbecue in Stockton. I'm telling you. I think you're making it making up for the fact uh, that uh, I got that I got that free pork butt from uh, Smoking Yankees, and then I didn't bring any over for you. No, and I so didn't you had bring, that you had to outdo me. I had to actually be there and film them actually getting ready for this uh, this reality show that they're going out for, which is uh, TLC's Barbecue Pitmasters. Right, and of course we are talking about Smokin' Yankees Barbecue uh, from Sto- live from live from Stockton at smokinyankeesbarbecue.com. Their website is out there, but it's uh, it's not quite finished. I talked to them today, and they uh, said it should be up in the next week or so. But um, yeah, so you got a chance to to head out to uh, Oak Grove Regional Park 
and um, do some filming. And they made a ton of food and they gave it away for free they just did. so you could film them. Let me tell you, if you weren't there, then shame on you. Yeah, I was there. I, I was getting ready to go uh, go out to get a bite to eat from work, and I got your voicemail, and I headed out there, and we saw Steelhoof and uh, his two sons out there, and um, lots of other folks um, enjoying free barbecue from Smoking Yankees. As I said, not just barbecue, but barbecue from a competitive barbecue team. Award-winning barbecue this is this stuff you should have seen the trophy you will see the trophy case because i guarantee you if if we don't put it up on podcast doc then i'm putting up on rod's rants that is uh <laughs> they had a very impressive trophy case and again the 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 prize uh that that chris the the father of of the team actually the one he was most proud of was the uh, fourth place that they took in uh in the uh, competition that uh, is almost like the world championships, but Kansas not. City, Kansas City. Yep. So he took fourth place for ribs in that one, and and they barely missed third place by a few thousands of points. But uh, he loves that ribbon. It's a simple white ribbon, he said, but uh, it it means the world to him. Yeah, it's playing in the big leagues. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they they had they had um, pulled pork sandwiches, they had ribs, they had chicken, they had brisket. Mm. Um. It, it was awesome, man, and it was it was a you know great idea to go out to Oak Park and um you know uh, barbecue a ton of meat and have people show up and eat for free. It was it was a great backdrop for your for the video, and um of course as as you said, Rod, this is all in hopes of getting them onto the uh, TLC show barbecue uh, barbecue pitmasters. Oh, let me tell you, I they are a shoe in. I I think uh, I almost don't really need this video for them. It, they, they could have pitched themselves and gotten in, but uh, I, I think this video is going to help. Uh, but again, I mean, it, the, the script writes itself. These guys, they're, they're a family. They've been grilling together for uh, a couple of years now, uh, going out and competing. Um, they, they compete as a family. It, it just has every, every element that you need for a reality show. And uh, again, they're going to be very, they're going to be naturals. I think they, they handled the camera well today. And uh, again, I mean, th- Chris, it, Chris even has a good backstory. I mean, he, he, when he, when he learned how to grill or excuse me, barbecue, you know, he was just messing around in his backyard, turned on a television show one day and said, I'd love to do that. Next thing you know, he's competing, you know, in national barbecue competitions, almost got rookie of the year, except for a technicality. And, uh, and again, I mean, and the technicality was this, I'll explain a little bit because this is an interesting story. So, so he shows up to his first competition, has the meat on the grill and somebody comes up to him and says, Hey, did you register for rookie of the year yet? Or for a rookie status yet? He's like, I didn't know you had to. So because his meat was on the grill, he couldn't register as a rookie, but he would have won that year and been rookie of the year. Oh man. Isn't that amazing? Tough break, but they will. Uh, um, I I can't wait till they uh, hopefully knock on wood get on to the uh, barbecue pitmaster show because um, that would be great to get them get them some more coverage and can't wait to see what um, what they're gonna be making for the way out west barbecue competition in July at the at the waterfront. So again, keep your eyes out on um, your eyes out on. Boy, I can't talk tonight. Uh, SmokingYankeesBarbecue.com. You can also. Um, Fan them on Facebook. Just uh, search for Smoking Yankees BBQ, and um, I'll be happy to add you there as well. Absolutely, and and look for them to represent Stockton on TLC very very soon.
Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. This is Lowell Tuckerman here with your podcast Stockton Sports Update for episode number 33. After spending last week in the Outback Studios, I am back in the Williams Story Studios this week. Only four home games left for the Stockton Thunder, and three of them will be this weekend, Friday through Sunday, March 26th through the 28th, against the Las Vegas Wranglers. The Thunder are 30-26 and 26 on the season, 69 points, and they still trail Bakersfield by four points in the division. So come on down to the Stockton Arena and support your Stockton Thunder as they make a final push towards the playoffs. After taking two out of three from the University of Southern California and beating number 19 Stanford, the University of Pacific is off on a mini road trip to San Jose State, but they'll be back in Stockton this Sunday, March 28th, to take on San Jose State at 1 p.m. at Klein Family Field. So far, UOP baseball has a record of 13-7 and 0-1 in the conference. San Joaquin Delta College will host the Delta Tournament at Nick Ticetti Field. Games will take place throughout the week, and your very own Mustangs will take part in the tournament. That is your sports update right here on Podcast Stockton. I'm Lowell Tuckerman, live from the Williams Story Studios. Let's send it back to the Outback Studios with Matt and Rod. So uh, it's probably breaking some podcast rule, but I don't care. Um, to talk about a previous episode of a podcast on the very next podcast, but hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully you went back and listened to our special episode, episode, uh, special episode three, the happy birthday episode of podcast Stockton. Um, so if you're one of those people that only goes out and listens on Friday or only downloads on Friday, there was a show out, um, Sunday, late Sunday, early Monday, something like that to uh, commemorate our one-year birthday here at Podcast Stockton. March 22nd, 2009 was episode zero. So um, Rod and I put together a special episode that's, there's no content really. It's it's all about um, it's all about good times and laughing. So if you want to laugh for 40 minutes, uh, go back and listen to that one. Or 80, you can listen to it again. You can listen to it twice. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some outtakes and other things. But uh, we got tons of great feedback from people about that, just saying that they, they, they enjoyed it, they liked it. Uh, they liked uh, you know, a diversion from the normal episode to um, to listen to some outtakes. And uh, so thank you guys all for the, the the tweets, the Facebooks, the text messages, the um, you know the the comments at, at the tweet up the other night. Um, we really appreciate that, especially since uh, you know we we put that show together on a weekend, which we normally don't uh, record on the weekend, so it was a little bit different for us. Um, and then we we had asked for you know the, the only gift we wanted was that you share podcast talking with your friends and. Um, or or give us an iTunes review, and we we did we got an iTunes review from somebody named Raider Hater. Any guesses who that might be? Hmm, I only have one, and it starts with club and ends with forty nine. Yeah, if we're I, wrong, I mean it, we we could be wrong, yeah. but it sounds like whoever wrote it um, listens to the show. So if you're listening and your Raider Hater and your Twitter handle doesn't start with club and end with forty nine, uh, then let us know who you are. But let, let's just assume it's Alex. Alex, thank you so much for uh, for the great iTunes review. And um, that, that's a great way to uh, to give back to us, and and um, you know you, you make the show more visible. Although if you're on iTunes and you search for Stockton, you're gonna find uh, there's a couple of churches out there, and um, and you'll find us. So it's not that hard to find us. Um, but we really appreciate the um, the uh, iTunes reviews. 
Um, but having said that, you know, now that we are in our sophomore year, as, as you coined the phrase on the show, Rod. Sophomore now. Our sophomore year. Um, you know, we, we really want to know, uh, who, again, we want to know what the listeners want. Um, if there are things, if there are people you want us to interview or people you don't want us to interview, let us know if there's story, if you have story ideas. And mind you, we have been so busy lately that we've, there's some stories we can't even get to. This is why we need a podcast docked in two channels. See that there, there's our sophomore year goal is to have, you know, a bunch of people running our show. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, there you go. what we really want is we really want you guys to get involved too, uh, more than you have already. I mean, you guys have been awesome so far. And, and the greatest part about it is that, you know, we do. We, sometimes we sit down and we have so much stuff to go through that it's, it's almost seems daunting. But it's great because we have more than enough. But we always want more. Yeah, except for this week. <laughs> yeah, this week. Well, this was Tweet Up Week. It's kind of yeah, hard yeah. to to have a good uh, a good week when you have Tweet Up Week because we, whew, yeah, we did a lot with that Tweet Up. But it was fun. And again, you know, this is one of those times where uh, we get to catch our breath and uh, and reload and get ready for uh, next week's episode too. Yeah, and and so we'll we'll put the uh, we'll put the call out there again. If you have uh, comments for the show, you want um, uh, if you have suggestions on things we should be covering or ways we could improve. Um, we're certainly open to that. If you want to do your own segment on Podcast Stockton, then get in contact with us. Let's talk about it. Um, if you want to... Guest blog. If you want to guest blog, if you want to be a blogger on the site, by all means, uh, drop us a line. We can we can chat about that. We'd love to have um, other voices on the site rather than just our own. So um, let's, let's, let's make our, our sophomore year, I just love that phrase, our sophomore year better than our freshman year. Yep. And, um, you know, again, it, if you're... Happy just listening and, and leaving things the way they are. And, um, you know, we're totally fine with that. You know, we get we get new listeners. Um, nearly every week we put on an episode, we get more listeners than the week before. So that's uh, that means you guys are sharing the story with your friends. We do appreciate that. Just uh, just keep doing it. Hi, this is Kristen Onima, Membership Marketing Coordinator of the Hagen Museum, and you're listening to Podcast Stockton. Okay, Podcast Stockton listeners, it's that time again. Time for me your friend John Remington to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have an office moving sale, a Craftsman 15-inch weed whacker, and a great big black base for sale. Find all these wonderful ads and many more on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. Okay, I'm joined live in the Outback Studios today by a friend of the show, Wes Ray from Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau. Wes, thanks for coming back live to the studio. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Good to be back in the Outback Studio. Yeah, yeah. I think you know you are the first, um, the first return guest to the show. So, wow. <laughs> so you won't get, you will not get. You are the, a year old. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll start recycling through yeah, everybody exactly. <laughs> in the same order. Um, but that means you won't get the. The final four, but uh, you're here today to talk about a very, uh, very special uh, event coming up soon, starting April Fools. No joke, uh, April first through eleventh, the um, Great Stockton Asparagus Dine Out, right? Yeah, it's kind of a you know last fall we did the Restaurant Week, and I think actually I talked about that when I was here yeah. the first time, and that event was really successful. Restaurants love it. We got people to go out and dine out in Stockton. Uh, it was based on that prefix menu concept. So restaurants afterwards gave us a lot of feedback and said, "Let's do another event." And so we did not want to repeat uh, Stockton Restaurant Week, so we came up with the Great Stockton Asparagus Dine Out. Yeah, so this is a, a group of local restaurants that are featuring some 
asparagus focused um, entrees and, and other things as well? Is that how that works? Basically, the only rule is just a local restaurant needs to provide an asparagus dish or two. And it could be any way, anything from an appetizer, an entree, a dessert, a cocktail. And they just tell us what they want to provide. It can be as much or as little as they want to do. There's no cost to restaurants this time, unlike Restaurant Week, because we really wanted to encourage people to try something new And uh, with this event. So we have a lot of wacky dishes out there and uh, 21 restaurants participating right now. I think almost 50 different um, asparagus dishes being offered. And and you said cocktail? Did, did, did I hear you right? There's asparagus cocktail? There's a few places. I know Paragary's is doing a cocktail. Shadow Oaks is doing a cocktail. Um, and then the Hilton Stockton is doing four different asparagus cocktails. So, you know, asparagus can be used in absolutely anything. Uh, I think Shadow Oaks is doing an asparagus and rice pudding dessert. So oh. uh, the... the, the the doors are off now. It's it's all about, you know, go out there and have some fun. We've all had grilled. We've all had the typical stuff. So I think the unique stuff's really going to be popular. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. And is, there isn't anybody doing asparagus beer, right? Is that? No, is, not yet. Not but, yet. you know, that's a good idea. We should hit a Valley Brew maybe. Exactly. <laughs> have them brew or, or Brewery 33, have him brew up a fresh brew of asparagus beer. Um, this is a great tie-in to the to the asparagus festival um, with the, that, that coming up in April as well. I'm sure that... Uh, you, the restaurants were chomping at the bit to jump on this, right? Was it easier to get restaurants to participate in this? It was easier for those who participated with us before. Um, people are always weary of free events. What's the hook? And we were just there to kind of help them. But the Asparagus Festival was the natural tie-in. When we looked at this event, we thought, okay, what kind of special dining event can we do? And we looked at these trends in tourism, and as we know in other cities, that really it's important to know where your food comes from. So for us, if you're going to highlight a local asparagus or a local product, it's going to be asparagus. It's just a natural for Stockton. You, we could really do this every single month of the year and say, okay, this is tomato month and this is apple month and this is potato month. But, you know, I think asparagus is unique enough uh, that it's going to get people to go out there. But it's really about the locally grown product. Um, it's unique to this area and it's a dying breed uh, asparagus in this area. There, Each year acreage is going down. So, Get people out there and, and show the restaurants that locally grown is important to them. Yeah, and, and you're right. Um, uh, certainly in Stockton, the last 25 years, nothing says April in Stockton like asparagus. So uh, it's, it, it, it is a great kickoff. And, you know, I, I didn't know for a number of years that the asparagus at the Asparagus Festival was locally grown. I don't know how I didn't know that. But uh, it's great to highlight that at some of these restaurants as well because uh, – you know, um, restaurants don't don't seem to to market that enough that some of the products that they use, certainly on the produce side, are, are locally grown. There's two places primarily in this area people get asparagus. I know some of our restaurants will use Victoria Island asparagus, which is obviously from Victoria Island. Um, and then we have a, an agreement with Zuckerman Farms, and Zuckerman Farms actually provides the asparagus for the festival. And they are they've been picking asparagus for over a month now. And uh, they'll do about 40,000 pounds for the asparagus festival. So I don't imagine they're going to do that much for the dine-out. But uh, I know restaurants that are ordering uh, 12 cases a week for this dine-out. So uh, it's going to be, for some restaurants, it's really going to be a positive thing. Wow, that's awesome. So if folks want to find out about who's participating and what specials they have, um, I imagine you've got a website somewhere, somewhere out there they we can find do. out. We <laughs> do. Um, we have a specific domain for this event. It's dineoutstockton.com, and that'll take you right to the page. Very simple. There's no prefix, uh, preset prices, so all you got to do is check out what restaurants are participating, find your favorite, and then on the right-hand column it says what they're serving. So you're looking for something for breakfast, 
Casa Flores downtown, asparagus and eggs. A lot of lunch specials. World Rose has a great asparagus sandwich they're doing. Um, La Bistro has some asparagus mashed potatoes. Um, there's actually some menu deals at Shadow Oaks. They're doing a, a whole course of asparagus dishes, asparagus salad. It's with your entree and your dessert, and they have a cocktail. So check them out. They're just all kinds of really creative and interesting ideas. And a lot of new restaurants this year come on board. We have Saigon uh, Vietnamese from uh, the Miracle Mile is, is on board this time. And um, I think Ciba uh, Davino is on this time for the Miracle Mile. So so new restaurants stepping on board with some cool, good pizza at Ciba Davino and some great uh, asparagus dishes at Saigon. Wow, that is awesome. Boy, it, it's hard to do uh, to have this kind of conversation before I've eaten dinner. <laughs> I know, it makes you hungry. I, yeah, I've been starving. eating a lot of asparagus. <laughs> great. Well, thanks a lot, Wes, for coming on the show and for um, plugging the, uh, the great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out. No, thank you for having me, and just go out there, support local restaurants, and support locally grown. Yeah, and if you check out a, uh, a restaurant during that uh, time and try one of these great asparagus dishes, uh, let us know. Give us a call, uh, 565-3229, or leave a comment on our Facebook, or leave a comment on uh, the Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau um, Facebook, or let us know what you tried. Be interested to find out. It's no secret that I've had my fair share of computer problems. I lost, well, Jesus, I just lost my laptop for, you know, the third time in about four years. And it's, you know, luckily I'm able to, to, to do it all the time, but uh, yeah, yeah, I I lost it. It crashed, which is a perfect tie in to our subject this week. Do you back up? Yeah. Um, you know, nowadays computers have bigger hard drives. External hard drives are, are cheaper than ever. Yet there's, it's still, you know, it never ceases to amaze me how many people out there just don't even think about backing up and they, you know, you, you, um, you never think about it until it's too late. So we, we put the question out there, um, out on Facebook and asked if people, uh, you know, what, what their backup patterns were like or what, you know, how, how they backed up. And, um, we got, uh, we got a few responses. Jasmine, um, said that, uh, says I've backed up all of my info recently, but only after my computer crashed and I lost a lot of files lesson learned the hard way. Yeah. It's, it's very discouraging. And there's some people that actually have equated it to a house fire. It's, it's because you lose all the, all of your information, you lose pictures, you know, it's not like the old days where, you know, you had to take it in to get them developed, developed. you know, you, you actually have them all in digital format. And, you know, if you lose those pictures, you can't recreate them. So it's horrible. It's like you lose part of your family. Right, right. And Marilee actually chimed in too. She she says it amazes her how many people don't back up their computers and then freak out when they lose their info. Uh, yeah, think of a computer as a car. Maintenance is key. Install the patches, people, and back up your machines. Uh, it'll save so much time and energy and heartache. I'm going to add that into that in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ben says, uh, Drobo for the win. And, uh, you, you can add some very inexpensive online storage to that mix for full site redundancy. Um, we talked about Drobo, um, on the show, I think right after you came on board. Um, but have you ever used, have you ever used a a Drobo, um, backup system? No. And, and I need to, I'm actually going to start, uh, I'm probably going to start doing that because again, we we'll talk about it after we get to the thing, but you know, the whole backup cycle is just, it's insane sometimes. Yeah. And he's, he's right. You know, about the uh, online storage for full site um, redundancy. There's, there's, uh, you know, I'm always seeing stuff online about, um, 
you know, actual reputable companies that do off um, offsite online um, backups, and it's 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 dirt cheap, you know, compared to what it was just a few years ago. Yeah. So Gregory says my email is archived by Google Mail. Uh, all documents with Google Docs. My music is on my desktop PC, my laptop, and my MP3 player. The only thing left really is my photos, and I burn those onto DVDs from time to time, which is exactly mm. a good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg, um, and I'm not sure if you know this or not, but Greg's actually a Mac guy. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Uh, Greg says uh, backing up is important. There are uh, two kinds of people, those who back up and those who will back up. Uh, he says Time Machine on the Mac is easiest and most user-friendly backup solution I've seen. Another good solution for smaller select backup is uh, Dropbox, uh, dropbox.com, which is um, available cross-platform. Um, so uh, thanks for your comment there, Greg. And so Samir says, I have tons of photos and videos on my PC. So he backs uh, up them to external hard drive as well as carbonite.com. Yeah, and uh, it's Samer, but I'm sure he won't hold it against you. Sorry, Samer. <laughs> uh, I've known Samer probably 25 years or so, so he'd kill me if I didn't if I didn't stop you there. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Rod, tell me about your about your backup strategies. Well, I tell you again, kind of like Jasmine, my lesson was was a little learned the hard way. But you know, back in the in the good old days when you could probably back up your entire hard drive on a on a floppy. Uh, you know, I didn't have to worry about that because most of my photos were on my floppy. But now in the day and age of, uh, you know, needing to have everything on two terabyte hard drives, um, I learned that because the first time my, my laptop went down, um, I was lucky enough to have a Geek Squad guy and Alex, my friend uh, at Alex Schitz on Twitter. Um, he's my personal closet nerd. So I bring him out anytime I have a question. And uh, I know Alex is a regular listener and he'll get a crack out of hearing that. But um, I called him up. He brought me Ubuntu. Uh, I was able to load off because it was a it was a Windows error and get all of my information and then restart again. So now, uh, believe you me, my terabyte is my best friend. But here's where it starts running into the into issues. Okay, so my terabyte's my best friend. But at what point do you get scared that your terabyte's going to lose? You know, and then if you back it up online, what's to say their servers aren't going to crash? So it, you know, to me, how many backups do you need is really what the question should be and not do you back up. Yeah, true. True. I, um, um, in years ago when I, I used a windows computer, um, I, uh, I just burned a D to, to DVD every once in a while and I kept one backup here and I took one backup, you know, with me and just locked it in my desk at work. Um, but now, you know, to, to Greg's point, I mean, you can't get any simpler than time machine. Um, I have, I have four external hard drives, um, on the desk that are all, um, one terabyte. Actually, yeah, they're all one terabyte. And one of them is my, um, time machine and it just backs up files all the time. But of course it sits on my desk. So if, you know, if, you know, a bomb lands on my house or, you know, something, something like that happens, the computer and the driver both gone. But, um, I back up. Uh, all of my files separately, all my important files to another drive and I back that drive up and I get them usually every other month or so. I put all the new files I've created on a DVD or a couple DVDs and I either take it to work with me and lock it or I bring it to my in-laws house so I have you know somewhat of an offsite. But you know, I think that the challenge for me is always getting rid of old backups mm. because I have a binder full of those binders that have the little sleeves for CDs. I have a binder full of DVDs and I'm, I'm, I just need to burn them or get rid of them because 
some of them go back a few years and I back up my iTunes collection and all my pictures. Um, I go through the full backup cycle and back up every single thing on another hard drive and I store that hard drive and then put it on DVDs and bring it off site and I do that once a year. So after a couple of years, I don't need any of those old ones because I got too many backups laying around. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like back in the in the days when my my hard drive wasn't that big, everything was on DVD, and and I wouldn't even try to put anything on my hard drive because it wouldn't make a difference because it wouldn't fit because uh, I didn't have one big enough to have videos and stuff. But I, I have a question for for fans, and they can still actually uh, fans of the show. If you want to answer this question on Facebook, please do. Um, how many people actually physically print their pictures out to back them up? I know a lot of people that will take them to Walmart. And, uh, and get physical copies actually printed out. So, cause they're cheap. I mean, they're like 19 cents a pop. And so yeah. you can get, you know, 2000 pictures or whatever printed for, yeah, uh, it's uh, pretty cheap. Yeah. So I, I know a few people that have still done that, put them in photo albums, uh, kind of new, new school, old school type thing. Yeah. Most of my, um, we, we don't print a lot of pictures, but we print some, but my, for my pictures, my other backup strategy is that they're almost all on Flickr. Oh yeah. Good call. So it's, you know, and if Flickr blows up, well, I, you know, I still have the other sources, um, uh, as well. But another question about backups is everybody, not everybody, but many people back up, but how many people verify that backup? Ooh, yeah. How many people look to see if that, that, that backup is, um, is a valid backup and then all your files are still there. So I always make sure. So you t- treat this as a public service announcement that if you're not backing up, um, I mean, you don't have to back up, but at some point, if your computer crashes and Mac users, you know, computers crash as well. Yes, they do. Um, even though I've never really had a Mac that's crashed and lost any data on. But, um, but you know, to be honest, I've never actually had that on a PC either. So I've, I've been very fortunate. So, um, but if you're not backing up, it's inexpensive. You can get, you know, the last terabyte drive I bought um, was a Seagate. And I think it was, you know, 129 Um for a terabyte drive. So I paid 150 on Newegg and and that was like three years ago. So yeah, definitely, definitely cheap. And they're all coming down two terabytes. You can get for about 150, 175 now. Yeah. Two dirt, terabytes dirt is cheap. new terabyte. Yeah. Two terabytes. I remember my first computer was, you know, was the, the, the hard drive was a gigabyte. Yep. Mine a, too. a gigabyte. No, I take the back. Was it gigabyte? Mine was a gig. My well, my yeah. my very first computer, my very very first computer, my Amiga, had oh, no yeah. hard drive, and you had to boot up the software from a disk. Yeah. So when I got a gig, when I got a gig hard drive, I thought to myself, "What am I going to do with all of this room? I don't need a gig." Yeah, little did I know. Yeah, and in this room alone, let's see, one, two, three, four, two off in the closet, six, seven, eight. M- minus computers, just external hard drives. There's um, nine and a half terabyte. So Beautiful. next I want a Bronto bite. So uh, back up, back up and verify that backup every now and then. And back up again. Yes. Thank you for listening to Podcast Talk in episode 33. I want to thank Wes Ray for joining us. Again, if you want to learn more about the great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out, you can check out visitstockton.org. Next week, we want to know, well, what do you want to know? Yeah, so we get great responses via voicemail and via our Facebook page when we ask our question of the week, code word QOW. We want to know what questions you want us to ask. 
What do we want? What do you want to find out about other podcast talking listeners? What do you want to know that they want to know that we want to know? What is it? Leave us a message with your comments at 565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook, username Podcast Stockton. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we talked about on today's show, visit podcaststockton.com. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. <laughs> <laughs>